Hello, hello, what's up? What's poppin'? It's your girl Tanisha, and welcome to my podcast, Black and Haunted. So, this being my very first podcast, excuse me if you hear any background noise. I um, don't have the luxury of having a studio, so right now my setup is literally in my bathroom. So, you might hear a little back noise of my kids. They're downstairs playing, even though I asked them nicely. You know, mommy's recording, but they don't give no fucks, okay? That's all right, though. Um, so, again, welcome to my podcast, Black and Haunted. I... Specifically, specifically, I specifically um, named it Black and Haunted because I am a black woman and I have been through some paranormal experiences in my life that I can't explain. This platform is no way intended to isolate just one group of people. This is a platform for everybody of every walk of life. Um, I don't care if you're black, white, Chinese, Hispanic, if you are the color green, purple, or blue. If you want to join in and listen, honey, be my guest. You're more welcome to. I love people. I'm a people lover. Um, I created this podcast because for so many years I have had paranormal experiences. My earliest one dates back to when I was about two or three years old. And I'll get into that a little bit later into this conversation. Um. Uh, a little bit about myself. For one, obviously, I'm a huge fan of the paranormal. Um, that came based on the experiences that I've been through. And just the older I got, the more I just loved paranormal stuff. So um, before there was a podcast platform, I've always shared my experiences with people who would listen. Some people, you know, look at you like you're crazy and then majority of the people that I talk to, you know, it opens up conversation for them to share. Hey, you know what, girl, I never said it because I ain't want to sound crazy, but this happened to me too, you know, and it's always refreshing to hear other people tell their stories because now, you know, one, I'm not fucking crazy. And for two, okay, there's someone else out here who been through this and maybe this was like, you know, some type of therapeutic therapeutic am I saying that right some type of therapy for them because I know it's therapy for me to get the shit off my chest you know um there was something I was going to say and I completely forgot it just went out my head um so like I said not only being a therapeutic you know this is something that really happens in real life you know we are always stuck on what we see on TV, you know, the movies that we watch, the uh, magazines and books that we read, or just general conversation, you know, old folklore, or, you know, these campfire ghost stories. It never talks about black people. It's always your token white family that goes and moves into this beautiful house that was built over an Indian burial mound, and now they're being haunted by past, you know, witch doctors or demons or whatever, have you not? You know, um, it wasn't until recently with um, comedian, actor, Jordan, and director, Jordan Peele, who's came out with, you know, um, these horror cult classics that are now putting black faces at the leading role. Kudos to Jordan Peele. Hmm, shout out. If you ever need a sister to help direct or you ever need me to be a star leading role in a movie, holla at me, book. No, but seriously, um, let's talk about real life. Let's talk about the things that really fucking happened to us. Um, 
let me, before we dive in, let me just say I'm 36 years old, mother of three. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And right now I work um, in social services. I've always been a people person. I like to help people. I love being a front face that people see. Um, right now I work with kids. Shout out to my girls. I love y'all. And I know y'all love Miss Tanisha too. You know, I know y'all do. Mm-hmm. But anyway... So let's talk, right? This is what this podcast is for. I guess I will go on to talk about two experiences that I think led up to the rest or one that definitely led up to the rest. So again, like I said, mother of three, 36 years old. This experience probably happened to me when I was about two years old. Um... Uh, we lived in McKee's Rocks, and we lived in um, Substat Housing. And I remember I had the stuffed animal, and it was um, a rabbit. Like it had like its little buck teeth in the front. Mm-hmm. It had um, some type of outfit on. I want to say it was like a romper on this this little bunny, and it had these large oval shaped plastic eyes the eyes of course were not the kind that when you shake it they roll around inside a little encapsulated little you know plastic bubble it was like just button like they were like button solid like a button and they had like these eyes that were painted on it the eyes i can't remember if they looked left or if they looked right but i know they were always fixated either to the side like to the right side like they didn't move they were solidly painted on to the right or to the left i can't remember that detail but i remember they were definitely fixated to one side <clears throat> i remember playing with this rabbit and I was in the living room, and I remember going to the bedroom. And then I came back into the living room, and I still had the bunny in my hand. I set it down for a quick second, and then got distracted by something. And then I came back to it, but I remember picking this bunny up. And when I looked at it, its eyes dramatically, quickly turned to the other opposite side. So let's say if they were fixated on the right, the motherfucking bunny eyes went to the fucking left. And I remember dropping that doll and crying and telling my mom, like, mommy, mommy, the, the bunny's eyes moved. And she dismissed it. Like, you know, girl, that bunny's eyes ain't moved. You know, she ain't saying, like, get the fuck out my face. But it definitely was, nah, girl, that ain't what it was, ain't happened. I remember being terrified to pick that bunny rabbit up. Um, I picked it up. It never happened again, but it definitely was like when we moved, yeah, that dog got left behind. That bunny got left behind. I wasn't with that at all. So that was the very first. You know, it's not too scary, but as a two-year-old, three-year-old child, not knowing what ghosts and, and stuff are, you know, it definitely was something that stuck in my head to this day. It definitely was something that I know wasn't right because it freaked me out. You know, as a little girl, I'm freaked the fuck out. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, this motherfucker, this nigga's eyes just moved. 
you know, but <clears throat> you know, mom dismissed it. So I'm trusting my mother's words and her instinct, girl, it ain't happened. Even though I know damn well it did. That was some really freaky shit. So later on in life, my mother ended up getting a better job. We ended up moving from McKee's Rocks to Avalon, PA. We lived there. We lived in Avalon and Bellevue probably from the time I was four to I was about 12 or 13 years old. And we moved into this <clears throat> apartment on California Avenue our apartment building on California Avenue in Avalon, PA. And we moved to the third floor building, or not building, but apartment number nine. And we lived up there. And um, I can't remember specifically the day. I can, I can just remember what I said to my father. I remember telling him, because he worked the night shift and he was getting ready to leave for work. I remember telling him, oh, Daddy, don't let the bed, not the bed box bite, that damn. Daddy, don't let the vampires bite you. And he looked back at me and said, I won't. And he shut the door and headed off to go proceed to go to work. Now, for me to say that, I want to say that maybe that was Devil's Night or it was close to Halloween. It was the reason why I said that. And I want to say that was it. I really want to say it was Devil's Night. But um, <clears throat> whatever day it was, uh, and Lord rest my mother and my father's soul, they both preceded me in life already. Um, I remember... Hold on, that's one outside my door. Anywho, so that night specifically, I remember telling my father, don't let the vampires bite you. Okay, baby, I won't. Shut the door, boom, bye. Now it's just me and my mother in this apartment building. And my mother had this gold color like chair that she would pull out and sit directly in front of the TV and watch. And to the left of her, which would have been the left of her, um, was the other couch and the coffee table. And I remember um, the coffee table had like these little columns or beams. So there were like these slots that my four-year-old body could slide through. And I remember sliding through these slots and I'm squirming like a little worm. And then something caught my eye in the hallway. Now, one thing about the apartment, the apartment is straight flat. There was no, I mean, there were stairs to lead up to the floors, but on the, in the individual apartments, they were flat. Everything was on one floor. And our bedrooms were geared towards the end of the hallway and everything pretty much was off from the living room. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and I remember squirming through these, through this coffee table, through the little columns we had. It felt like I was like in a tunnel and something caught my eye and I look up and it's this figure and it's solid and it's tall and it's real skinny and the place where if if, if it would have had a head it would have hit off the light fixture so that's how tall this thing is so this thing is over six feet tall <clears throat> it definitely was taller than my dad 
if it would have had a head, it probably been about seven, like tall as Shaq, probably. I don't fucking know. It was pretty fucking tall, right? So I'm looking at this thing and I'm scared. And even though it didn't have a head, I knew it was staring at me. Not my mom. It wasn't watching fucking Roseanne with her, if that's what she was watching. You know, it was like this thing that was staring at me. And I felt that it was staring at me, even though I know I couldn't see it staring at me. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm scanning this motherfucking thing up and down, up and down. And I can specifically remember when it was breathing, it had like... You can literally see its muscle go in and out with, with, with each fucking breath. And it had muscle. You can see, like, its abs. You can see the slender, like, the cut. Like, you ever see, like, a real fine, you know, dude? And he got a real nice body. And, like, down by his waist, like, I guess, like, where his the ending of his six-pack would be, it kind of, like, cuts in by his hips or waist or whatever. It had that. And its arms were really fucking long. They went almost down towards its knee. It had this real nasty matted fur. Like, you ever see, like, it didn't even look like fur, it looked like carpet. Like, I know its fur resembled our carpet. Our carpet was like, you know, that old school back in the day, 1980s, 1990 carpet where it's brown and once it's walked or it starts off tan, then once it's walked on, it looks brown and it's matted and funky. Yeah, that's the shit that was on this motherfucker's body. But it gets weird because as I'm looking from its neck down and I get down to his feet, it had webbed feet like a duck. Like it literally had webbed fucking feet. You can, it looked like a duck. It had duck feet. And that's actually the name that I coined it when I told the story to my mother and my father. I referred to it as duck feet. <sighs> um, I remember just being so fucking scared of whatever I'm looking at. I can remember, you know, we weren't big into church. We didn't, we weren't the family that went to church every Sunday or did prayers. You know, every once in a while when somebody hit the lottery, thank God, you know, something like that. But we weren't religious people. We didn't doubt the Lord. We just weren't religious people. You know, we had Lord's prayers and signs, you know, around the house, but we wasn't into really in big into going to church. But I remember the fucking, the feeling that I got because I can instantly, I remember staring at it as long as I could. I probably stared at this thing. Me and this thing probably stared at each other for a good 10, 15 seconds until I got so scared. All I can do was put my head in my hands and just say, dear God, 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 please. And I look back up. And this motherfucker vanished like motherfucking Casper, like Houdini. Poof, that motherfucker was gone, okay? I told my mom, 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 there was something in the hallway, duck feet. I tried to describe to her, duck feet, duck feet was in the hall. I just seen something that had duck feet. And that's, like I said, hence how the name duck feet came for this, this fucking creature. Of course, again, got dismissed. 
Ah, girl, you better lay off the candy. Your imagination too high, girl. Boop, 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 boop. Got dismissed, right? I never seen nothing like that again. Like that again in that apartment. But then my mom started to experience shit. You know, I'll never forget. She said one time she was looking out the window late night and she was smoking a cigarette. And she said all of a sudden she seen this like silver thing hovering in the sky. It was like, of course, you know, taller than the buildings. I'm not sure what angle she looked at. She said whatever she seen, it was hovering over like the buildings. And then all of a sudden it just shot up. And she swore by that. You know, even as I got older and we were like recant, you know, or not recant, I don't know if that's the right word, but even as I got older and we would like retell our stories um, of things we went through, that was a story that she never, you know, it never changed and vice versa. You know, <clears throat> as we got older, as I got older and, you know, uh, we would retell our stories and I would tell my mom what I seen in the hallway, you know, she ended up telling me how she believed me. But she was just too fucking scared to admit it because unbeknownst to me, she was already experiencing things in that apartment that she just didn't share. So now as I'm older, I learned that my mother actually, in fact, wasn't dismissing what I seen. It's not that she didn't believe me. She was just too scared and didn't want to admit that this was what was going on in her apartment, in the apartment, you know? So, um, eventually we ended up moving from a part, we stayed in that apartment, you know, I guess she felt that, you know, it was going on an apartment, wouldn't happen in another one. So eventually we ended up moving from apartment nine to apartment four. And that's how I met my best friend, Tamika, because they end up moving into apartment nine and let me tell you, when I moved to apartment four, that's when the shit really hit the fan. But we'll save that for the next podcast. But again, that's when the shit really hit the fan. When we moved to apartment four and that's when my experiences picked up and they turned a little bit darker um, in that apartment. Um, fortunately, my best friend and her family, um, they never really experienced anything up in that apartment, my best friend, she actually used to laugh at me because when I would tell her the story about what I seen, duck feet, um, I, she didn't believe at first, but then one day something made her believe me. And I don't know if it was an experience that she just didn't share and talk to me about, but definitely some shit must have happened where she was like, okay, I believe Hold on a second. I'm right here, Josley. I'm recording. Mommy. What? You tell me something. 19 just met all the plants. 19 knocked over my plants? Yes, yeah, she made. She just got the one plant. Okay, I'll come downstairs and get it. And there's a big mess in the table. Okay. Well. Okay, I'll get it. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Uh -huh. <laughs> so sweet. It's my baby doll, and I pray that my kids never go through stuff, even though they have had some, you know, experiences themselves, but not nothing as deep as the stuff I used to go to or go, excuse me, go through. 
Um, so this was just one of many of my stories of being black and white. And I hope that you all enjoy this. Um, maybe someone can give me some answers to what it is that I might have seen. Me and myself, I believe that I've seen a demon um, because they can present themselves any way they want to, you know, but there's always some type of oddity about them. They never come to you just solid like, hey, this is me, motherfucker, what's up? There's always some type of oddity to them. So that, I believe that's what I've really seen. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not the ghost expertise. I'm not a ghost. Well, my friends deem me as the ghost whisperer because I have some knowledge from the experience that I share, you know, I've been through. But, hey, I'm not Aunt Lorraine Warren. I'm not a demonologist or, you know, anything like that. I just am Tanisha, black woman from Pittsburgh who's been through some shit, all right? So, Stay tuned. Like I said, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I plan on bringing visual to these podcasts so I can actually record and you can see what I look like and see the experience and, you know, the realness and my facial expressions. I believe that, you know, I love for people to see how, you know, my I actually look when I tell these stories that it's a genuine and I'm not making this shit up. So... I'm going to try to do a podcast every Thursday since I started this podcast Thursday. I'm going to try to do one every Thursday. Something new, something fresh and exciting. Once I can figure out what platform I'm using for you all to reach out and contact me, leave a message and tell me, you know, hey, this is what I've been through. You would like to share a story or hey, if you even want to be a guest on my podcast, you know, I'm open up to all. So I hope you all enjoy. Take care and as um, the host Bob Barker once said, take care of yourself and each other. Oh, no, that's Jerry Springer. <laughs> I knew one of the motherfuckers said, well, I don't want to get copyrighted for that. So I'm going to say, take care of each other, love each other. We are all one. All right? Peace.